We've got witches, woods, and more. Today I'm talking about woodlands, dark, and days bewitched of history of folk horror. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about a documentary, a very long one at that, uh, that is in a Shutter exclusive called Woodlands, Dark and Days Bewitched, A History of Folk Horror. And it pretty much gives you everything you need in the title, but I really liked it, and I wanted to talk about why. So without further ado, let's get started. If you're a horror fan, you've probably heard about a surge in folk horror, thanks to films like The Witch and Midsommar. But what exactly is folk horror, and where did it come from? Well, almost every question you could have is addressed in this sprawling documentary about the popular and influential subgenre. In the late 60s and early 70s, British film produced an influential trilogy of films, Witchfinder General, Blood on Satan's Claw, and The Wicker Man. Said films made the backbone of the folk horror genre that has gone through numerous nations, iterations, and a modern revival. The main complaint you'd make about almost every documentary, even those that cover a very specific subgenre, is that there's a lot left on the table. There are individual films, actors, and moments that don't get the attention you'd expect them to, or there simply wasn't enough time for. But Woodlands is as thorough a documentary I can possibly imagine, and here's why I liked it so much. Reason number one is a deep dive into recurring themes, ideas, and definitions. Like many subgenres, folk horror can be used as a catch-all for all kinds of movies, but Woodlands does its best to hammer out the recurring elements and why certain films are called folk horror. For instance, Witchfinder General doesn't have any actual witchcraft in it, but it is considered folk horror because it handles topics like superstition, death, the fear of witches, and it takes place in a relevant historical period. For instance, everybody is dressed like a Puritan. The film does an excellent job of pointing out how the genre is malleable depending on who's using its tropes and how it can play out in an R-rated movie or an episode of Doctor Who. Reason number two is that it's a glow-trekking look at the genre. Foreign films and their influence are often an elephant in the room when it comes to docs about film. For instance, The Matrix is one of the most influential action movies of all time, if not the most in recent memory, but it's also a film that cribbed from countless Asian action films, including anime. Woodlands solves that by scouring the globe and giving most major film markets a moment to shine. I really like this not only because it is more inclusive, but because it also gives fans who may have eaten up the English language films some new material to check out. And reason number three is a myriad of interpretations and ideas. Another one of my favorite things about film is how different people will interpret the same film. While that can be frustrating, I think it's best when people analyze films from different angles or highlight their sticking points. For instance, some people speak about folk horror and their apparent fear of female sexuality, while others point to religious superstition or earthy and Wiccan-esque traditions. It's a nice blend of ideas that refuses a single interpretation. The verdict is that it's sprawling and impressive. Lovingly made, Woodlands is an excellent in-depth look at the folk horror genre. 8 out of 10. (laughs) 
This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.